What's up, everybody? I'm Jay the Zoomster. And I'm Zack Snyder. And welcome to the first and only episode of The Comic Shop. <laughs> the only episode, or, because we never yeah. record things in a series like we're supposed to. Yep, that's that's pretty <laughs> accurate. Nah. So, what, what, what are we doing for this podcast, my Sir Zachary? Well, we're going to be starting off with looking at the DC Rebirth comics that started back in 2016, and uh, we'll... We'll see how far we can get through those, and then hopefully do even more than that in the in the future. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we'll uh, move on to Marvel if Marvel stops making shit comics. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and talk about our lineup for today and the future stuff we'll talk about at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So our lineup for today is DC Universe Rebirth number one, the big like. Um, over-encompassing um, thing, I guess. Introduction to it, yeah. Yeah, introduction to all of DC Rebirth. Hmm. It's like the Flashpoint, but for DC Rebirth. Pretty much. Then we're going to go right into the Flash, then to Batman, and then to Green Arrow. And we're only talking about the one-shot uh, Rebirth things. We'll go into the actual issue ones in the next episode. Right. So, let's talk about our selections. We selected um, the Flash and Batman for this because they are at the heart of the... The DC Rebirth Initiative with the Bun storyline and everything like that. Mm-hmm. They also just so happen to be two of our favorite characters. Yeah, so that was so that, that was a nice really coincidence well. that we were able to do that. Um, after that, the Detective Comics will be picked up next week since we're, you're using DC Universe Rebirth as a placeholder for right now. Right. Uh, we'll pick up Detective Comics and Green Arrow. We'll continue. Green Arrow and Detective Comics are there because we just wanted... Um, I guess an extra series to talk about each of us, right? Pretty and much. I love I love Green Arrow, and he wanted to do Detective Comics, so we did that. Yep. All right, cool. so uh, that's out the way. Do a little little background on these comics. Sure. Well, what um, did you have in mind? So basically, uh, 2016 DC decided to redo their comic book lineup in a way that wasn't necessarily a reboot because they already done that with the New Fifty Two but more of a reintroduction to the series uh, or to, to DC comics as a whole by combining some timelines, fixing some continuity errors errors and trying to get new readers on board while pleasing old readers as well. So yeah. Um, when you look at it, it really is a rebirth. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, that, exactly. that was the, the best title they could have chosen for it because it, it in its core is a rebirth. It's not, like the New 52 reboot, or any of the Crisis's reboot. This is the same world as the New 52, but with changes to it. It's it's literally a rebirth of the DC Comics. Right, because it's also... it's And it's not even just the same world as the New 52, but it's the same world as the before New 52 as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll start seeing um, some timelines converge and some weird shit happening as to why certain things are happening the way they are. Um, and, uh, let's see here. So what they did when they released it was they had the big DC universe rebirth issue, which we're talking about Mm -hmm. today to kind of introduce everybody to the story and where everything is right now. And then they had one shots for all of the series that they were going to be bringing, um, into the, you know, into this new rebirth stage. 
and that's where the other two, or the other three comics that we're talking about today comes from, comes from. Yep. So, is that all you you had to you wanted to kind of say to get into this? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, do you want to talk kinda... about our relationship with these comics? Like, I I personally have only read a little bit of New Fifty Two. Um, sure. And. Not a so, whole lot of comics in my day. I haven't, unfortunately, haven't read as much as I would like to. I got into comics. I, I want to say 2015, um, and I'd always been like a superhero fan, but comics were always really confusing to me mm. because there's there's so much. <laughs> Same. There's like it's not like a movie where you can jump into it. Um, but I had I had recently started watching the um, the Flash TV series near the mm-hmm. tail end of 2014 and I got into it for that 2000 end to the end of season one was when I got into it and I was like you know what I want to read some of these so it was like March 2015 I picked up just a bulk of like DC comics I picked up a bunch of Justice League a bunch of Batman a bunch of The Flash and a bunch of Green Arrow and I just I read through them and a lot of storylines didn't work when when you kind of just go back and visit them they feel a little clunky but the new fifty two is a fantastic jumping like jump in start place for a bunch of people like me who didn't know where to start with comics. I agree. So coming into Rebirth, it was kind of weird because I had just gotten I've read all every single one of the Flash, uh, Rebirth not Rebirth, but New Fifty Two titles. I've completely caught up with that. Same with Green Arrow and Batman. Mm-hmm. Not Batman. Aquaman. It was Aquaman who I've caught up with. Um and I've read a ton of Batman kind of on and off throughout it. But coming up into this, I was a little concerned with how they were going to do that because I kind of just had 52 issues of a series and now it's kind of like it's obsolete. So I was a little scared that was going to happen, but it didn't. And they didn't treat it as though nothing happened. They treated it with the same respect as I'd hoped for something I spent a bunch of money and time (laughs) into. That's good, yeah. Um, I also started reading comics around the same time as you. I kind of started around 2014, Mm-hmm. Um, went to the public library and was just like looking around, found out they had a comic book session section and started reading the original 19, what is it? 1930s Batman comics. Mm-hmm. Um, got pretty interested in them in like, a in a different way than I'm interested in the newer stuff. Uh, but I started reading a lot of the older Batman stuff and then found out about the new 52. Cause this was just around the time that it was getting, you know, it was like two years around. into it. It was, it was right. Good. And so I started buying up the the Batman New Fifty Two stuff, and I've read about half of it. I still have to go back and finish all of them. And then I've been collecting some like New Fifty Two single issues every once in a while when I can find them really cheap and then I started collecting a bunch of comics last year and the end of 2015 just because I was finding them at in different places uh, I saw that DC was doing the rebirth stuff and I was like okay well then I should check that out because now I can get a bunch of number one issues and kind of you know start in a new place you know because I was just getting into comics a little bit more and so I went and bought like a gigantic bundle from Midtown Comics Online of all the number ones right when they released for like cheaper than it would be if I had picked them all up in the side of a comic book store. And so I've had them all mm-hmm. sitting here in these like boxes and I haven't read them until now. 
So, That's crazy to me. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about a funny story. So I'd been anticipating this like DC Universe Rebirth shit because I was like super pumped for it, right? Because mm. um, I was interested what they were going to do. Mm. And then they drop like, let me go do a quick Google search for this. <laughs> DC Universe Rebirth number one. I'm trying to figure out when it was because it wasn't June because they released this like pre shit. Yeah, it was like May, right? Um, yeah, it was really, it was like a couple months before and then that shit just got me even more hyped. Um, yeah, May 25th. So, May 25th, I'm in school mm-hmm. and I get a notification that it's out. So, I rush to the fucking bathroom, sit <laughs> down on one of the fucking toilet seats, and read the whole 80 page issue. Holy shit. On my phone. So zooming in and shit. (laughs) Fucking around. Now this is, this is eighth grade. This is not my like high school year. So like that took a fuck ton of shit to get to the bathroom. Because I had to ask for like three hall passes. That's fucking crazy. But getting, and I sat on the toilet and like read the entire issue. That's hilarious. Was it worth the hype? Which one? We're going to talk about that. We'll get but. into that, actually. Yeah. Um, no. No, it was not. But <laughs> um, we can we'll go and get ahead and get into that. So you have yeah. anything else? No, nah, that was it. Um, excited to get into these series because, like I said, haven't read any of them yet. And the reason is because I was waiting to make videos of, of it and stuff like that. You know, finding an excuse to read all this. So mm-hmm. here we are. Yeah, I guess this kind of worked out very well for the both of us. Yeah. So I'm not wasting time, and you're not wasting time. Even though comics aren't wasting time, it's just, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, we want to make something like productive out of it. That's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I also, before we get really into this, I want to say, hold up. All right, let me write down two minutes fifty three seconds. All right, sorry. <laughs> had a goof up, and I had to burp. All right, so it's all good. Neither of us, if it has not been obvious from our little backstory session, are comic buffs. We like to read comics, but I would not consider myself, and I don't know if Zach would consider himself, but I would not consider myself a comic buff. I'm a comic elitist, thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) I know a good deal about the history of comics, and I know a good deal about um, the new comics and stuff like that, but when it comes down to it, I'm not going to call myself a comic expert. No, me neither. Far from I'm it. nowhere near that. I call myself a movie buff or a TV buff, but I'm not as nearly as much a comic buff. Yeah. Me neither. So I just want to say that before then. Don't take our opinions as, you know, the best thing. Take them with a grain of salt, for sure. Oh, um, definitely. And then, like, it's almost, like, as we do this podcast, as we read more comics and stuff like that, we're going to get better and know more and all that kind of stuff. And I think that's what's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. So if you're new to Definitely, comics yeah. as well, like this is the perfect place for you to read some comics with us and, you know. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. So, let's go ahead and get right into DC Universe Rebirth. Yeah. So this this was the big thing that I was talking about like I rushed to the bathroom to sit on the toilet and read. And you had asked was it did it live up to the hype? Mhm gonna go ahead and say no it did not and do you want to talk about the first or do you want me to talk about it or you want um you can go ahead and talk about it first that's fine all right so i wrote notes like i said i'll be loosely following this notes first thing i kind of wanted to touch on was it's really clunky in the way that it's like executed hmm i was a little confused 
confused whenever I like sat down to read it because I thought it was going to be all about Wally coming back. Um, and that was the big focus of it. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it kind of went into all these different characters who I knew about but I didn't know a lot about. It really was trying to be... Um, I tell you what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the Green Lantern event that happened... No, I know what it was. I read either like Final Crisis or something like that. The mm-hmm. trade without knowing anything yeah. about it. And I was yeah. just sitting there confused. I was like, I don't know who 95% of these characters are. I don't know what's yeah. happening. It's kind of like that, but at a lesser scale because it gave a little... It was more of an introduction to things rather than a conclusion to things. It felt I like. felt like they... I understand what they were doing. They were kind of like bringing these characters together and like showing you who they were. But I felt like they kind of should have, they really should have just focused on Wally coming back and focused on the core Justice League characters because that's mm. what people are going to want to read. Like, no offense to fans, like avid fans of Blue Beetle and stuff like that. Yeah. But when people get into comics, they're going to read comics about the Flash and Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman. The, the Justice League, especially with their new movie being out. Right. That's what. People who are getting in the comics, chances are they're getting in because of the movies and because of the TV shows. So they want those characters. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I think they should have focused on those characters. And you had a ton of moments where you were like, I don't know. You were reading it back to me and you're like, I don't know who this guy is, this guy, this guy, this guy. (laughs) Yeah. And it's kind of just like, did they really do a good job of introducing new readers? I I say no. I agree. No, I, I definitely agree with that because it's... Okay, so we definitely have a lot of the Flash in this. We have Wally, we have mm-hmm. Barry, um, and we have like you know their, you know Wally coming back from what happened in New Fifty Two. I'm assuming because yeah, it, it was it was all like was Flashpoint New Fifty Two. Flashpoint is what caused New Fifty Two. So the Flash okay. went back in time to save his mom, and then while restoring right. the timeline, something happened. Unless I'm outdated in. The Watchmen had something to do with it. It's still confusing that. I haven't read that far. I, I still have to read Watchmen, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I get that. <laughs> but then that. Flashpoint caused the new 52. So, okay. and then Wally was a re- was a race. That redhead Wally was a race, and we got a black Wally instead. Right. That's basically all you need to know. So now we have this new Wally, or this old Wally, I guess. Yeah, okay. Old Wally's coming back after new 52. Um mm-hmm. And he goes to, like, try to let people know that he's stuck in the Speed Force. That's that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he needs help getting out. Because right now, if he doesn't, he's going to die. And so he goes to all yeah. these characters, some of them which most people know, some of them most people don't know, and eventually gets saved by Barry, who is the is the current Flash. Yeah. And he kind of just like welcomes him back, and it's it's a pretty emotional scene if you know the characters, right? It it, um, it, it was a good introduction to the Flash. Mm-hmm. As far as oh, yeah, the rest of the DC universe with Rebirth, I'm not a hundred percent sure if that's the case. Yeah, it was a good introduction to the Flash. I do want to. I do. I think it handled the core characters well, but I think it should have mm. focused on the core characters because you get in. I'm sorry again to Blue Beetle fans. Who the hell's Blue Beetle? You yeah, know what I mean? no, I mean same. I don't... Some some guys might know John Constantine, but at the same time, who the hell's Constantine? Who the hell is Doctor Fate? 
Yeah, and you wouldn't even know who Constantine was unless you knew the name Constantine at least. Uh, mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know, like, you, you wouldn't even know who some of these characters was unless you just knew the name of them, or you yeah. knew the backstory to start off with. Um, That's what I went in with. I went in with prior knowledge because right. I read these and I know these characters. So, to me, this was a fine issue. But then mm-hmm. I had to look at it through the eyes of somebody who um, who never read these and who didn't know who these characters were. And this is a really bad way to introduce new readers. Mm-hmm. There's because like. Superman's dead. So Superman mm-hmm. has died because of the events of New 52. Uh, Wonder Woman gets mentioned on a page because of her brother that I didn't even know existed. Uh, but mm-hmm. Wonder Woman never shows up. Um, we get like a single page of Green Arrow and Black Canary. We get a little bit with Batman um, at the beginning and at the end. And then everybody else is like characters that are a lot less common. Here's how I probably would have done it, and I don't know about you, but I would have focused on these specific characters, the the Justice League, Mm. and then Green Arrow. Now, I say the Justice League and then Green Arrow because you have the Arrow television show, and I'm sure a ton of people are getting into comics because of that. Mm-hmm. So I would have kind of focused on that. I would just focus on anyone who has a live-action adaptation. Hell, even Supergirl. That makes because sense. you have these adaptations, and you have these people who are getting into comics because of them. And you know they are. Mm-hmm. DC knows they are. So they should have focused it on the Justice League instead of Blue Beetle, you know, John Constantine, Doctor Fate, the 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 Atom, right? Characters like this. Because even I know these characters. I don't know what the hell's going on with the storyline. I don't either. I would have I would have had some event kind of bring Wally back in and tie the league together mm-hmm. instead of this random s- scene fest we got. It felt like Batman v Superman in terms of world building. <laughs> like these random yeah. scenes jumping around. No, I definitely did. Which, I mean, again, it makes sense because it's such a big issue that's just trying to introduce everybody to everything. But on the other mm-hmm. side, like you're saying, like it's got to be an introduction. And so I definitely agree. I think focusing on the the live action stuff that was current at the time and is still current would have been best. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have on the front page, like just the cover itself, who's right there at the beginning? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Flash. You turn yeah. it just a little bit and then it's Green Arrow, or not Green Arrow, it's Green Lantern, uh, Aquaman, and Supergirl. And then mm-hmm. you barely see Green Arrow on the side. And then there's yeah, all, I, and then there's some other like side characters: Shazam, Cyborg, Batgirl. Yeah, I I do want to say that DC did do a good job with advertising Green Arrow and Supergirl hmm. because they those were like the big thing. All right, so they announced the DC Universe Rebirth, and they were like, "Hold up, we got more shit. Here's costumes for Green Arrow and Supergirl." Hmm. So they obviously know that people are getting it because of that, because they wouldn't have just released those particular two. Right. If they weren't catering to that audience. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but I still think that they should have focused on... Supergirl was nowhere in it, and she's got a really popular TV show. Like, Yeah, that was interesting to me. Um, however, I, I guess if you look at the advertisements, mm-hmm. they, they showed all the new Superman stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're like, here's Lex Luthor as Superman, here's new Superman in China, here's Lois Lane as Superwoman, and then here's Supergirl. Yeah. I was like, that's interesting. It's, I don't didn't know 95% of that happened, but... 
I think that it was a poor starting place. As an issue, it's mm. kind. It's even as an issue, it's flawed because it, it jumps between scenes far too quickly. Right. Because halfway through it, it's just like, here's a character, here's another character. Um, very much like you said, Batman vs Superman esque. And yes, comics move fast. I get that, but this is to a point where you're kind of just like, oh. Here's another... Oh, we're gone. Yeah. Like, there's almost a page allocated to each scene, and that's not enough time. That's... That's... I don't don't know. Now, on the other side, it did really... It did do really well at sticking to the one plot. There wasn't, like, a B-plot or anything. It was all about Wally. Oh, I will say that, yes. Um, So, even though we kind of had this this weird scene switching all the time. Like it was still all about Wally and, and a mm-hmm. kind of like, let's fast forward because we know Wally's going to die and we got to make it seem like it's an, you know, very urgent because he's already seen this many people. Yeah. Rather than being an entire trade of him seeing everybody. Although that'd I, be kind of cool. Which is what I think it should have been. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. But, um, the um, art is really like good. I, was, I agree. The art is really good. I like the art. And I think that it was a great reintroduction to Wally. Mm. They did a really good job with that, and I think that it had good setup, even though it was kind of confusing. I still think it kind of set. Would you say it set up well for the future issues? Yeah, I, I would say so. After reading the other couple that we've already read, um, mm-hmm. it was the Flash. The Flash is definitely a companion piece with this one, right? You kind of um, needed to read up, it before you read the Flash, or before you read when you, any other when you ones, pick up. When you pick up the DC Universe Rebirth, pick up the Flash Rebirth, the one-off with it, because it's, like, the, a huge companion piece. Mm-hmm. So, what are, your, what are your overall thoughts? We're going to rate things the same way I do the Gaming Through the Ages, where we do bad, meh, okay, good, great, and awesome. So, I where would you rank that? I would that? say... I think it's... I think it's good. I think it's good. Okay. Um, because I like like we've already pointed out, there's a couple of flaws in the, in the way of the introduction. It's supposed to be an introduction, and it doesn't do the best job of doing it. However, it also doesn't do a bad job of introducing everybody. So I would I would say it's good. All right, I'm giving it an okay because even I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I think that even not as an introduction, it's kind of a flawed hmm. issue, and the, the hype surrounding it also didn't help. That is fair. Well, I, I'm almost curious because there was hype from some people and there was also like a bunch of worry from other people. Because I remember when this came yeah. out and everybody was like, oh man, they're doing the same thing again. We're just going to see comic book publishers reboot their worlds over and over again, which I don't know if you've been looking at Marvel here like super recently, but they've been doing the same thing too. Oh, Marvel's just trying to save their own ass. We can do a whole hmm. whole different thing about Marvel. Yeah. Because <laughs> trust me, I got a lot to say about that. But um, <laughs> Their movies are doing great. Their comics... Uh, oh. Their movies and TV shows are pretty... Yeah. I'd say are pretty good. But yeah, for sure. You, you get into the comics and you're like, eh. Uh, but yeah, I give it an okay. Okay. They're, 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 it's not bad, but at the same time, I wouldn't consider it to be a really good issue. That's fair. Now let's talk about a really, really great one. At least in my opinion. <laughs> um, the Flash. The Flash, yeah. 
So, what were your first impressions? Of My Flash first Rebirth? impressions for The Flash this is the third one that I read. Uh, the art style is much different than the other ones. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got like this different aesthetic to it, which is kind of cool. Uh, we get this introduction to Barry, basically, and he's seeing these visions of Zoom, which was the character that killed his mother and he ends up killing in Flashpoint. And then uh, we kind of see him and Wally meeting, like like you said, as a companion piece to the previous previous issue. And uh, there's Batman is involved too. I forgot about that, but Batman's involved. Yeah. So to kind of brief recap, you know, he he's doing a case, and then all of a sudden, you know, he gets visions. And then he goes ahead and Wally comes out. He talks to Wally a bit. Then he goes and talks to Batman about Wally coming out. Batman's like, yeah, Wally talked to me before. And then this bun was here. And then they talked about that and then he rushed off. Hmm. Yeah. So this was a fantastic tie-in to the whole DC Universe reboot. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it, it happened just immediately after. Afterwards. Yeah, this feels like a part two. It does. This is literally like a part two yeah, of yeah, this. Yeah, most definitely. We even get to hear about like... How in the DC Universe Rebirth uh, issue, uh, Wally tried to go see Linda, his wife, but she didn't know mm-hmm. who he was. And then in yeah. this one, Barry's like, well, we should go see Iris, who was his aunt in the previous yeah. timeline. But he's like, nah, I don't want to have another disappointment. You know? Um, and you'll I actually notice when Iris was like... Uh, Barry was like, Iris is my friend. And then Wally was like, your friend? Because they yeah. were like, married in, in the original timeline. So like, oh, Wally was also okay. really confused. Got you. About that. Yeah. So that was that was like another part of it that I kind of liked. Mm. Um, again, I this was fantastic tie-in to, to the DC Universe rebirth, rebirth. That was a great... It felt like a direct part two to it. I agree. Um... So I really like that aspect. I like the art, um, even if it is kind of odd. I did still like it. Oh, I like it, it has, too. It was it was definitely interesting, but it was it was a nice interesting. It has a sketchy vibe, not you know like a vibe that it was sketched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like really drawn, um, and that's the same kind of thing we'll talk about when Green Arrow comes around. But as I'm turning back through it right now, I really do like the. Uh, the art style. They change art styles in the middle of, of runs, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. But looking back through like this trade that I'm looking at right now, I really do like the art. Yeah, the art's really nice. I, I think it's... There's a nice little uh, two-page setup with Wally on one side and Barry on the other side that's really cool. Oh, yeah, that was great. Um, I do want to touch on the, uh, the, sh- the foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Coming from somebody who's really into this kind of stuff and has read the uh, the comics, and I'm looking back at it right now, there's the one scene with uh, with Godspeed. Um, how did you feel about that? I've got to remember the, what that is. The guy in the white um, outfit who says, um, I'm going to kill them all, Flash. Okay. So, yeah, I had no idea who that was. Yeah, okay. It's so, pretty weird, right? I was like... The, yeah, this entire scene was kind of weird. Uh, and then when I was... And then he was like, Zoom. I thought that was two... I thought that was the same person, but that's two different people. 
Yeah, that's player. Godspeed and then Zoom. Yeah. Godspeed is actually the villain of the first trade. And since I don't know anything about the Flash except mm. a little bit of Flashpoint stuff, uh, it's it was interesting. I had no, like no idea. Yeah, what it was so. But again, this kind of the jumping in thing. I was fine because I knew because they released info on Godspeed mm-hmm. before uh, the arc started. So I was like, sweet, that's Godspeed foreshadowing. But to somebody who's kind of just reading, it's like, okay, what the hell's going on right there? Yeah, it honestly didn't bother me though because foreshadowing is okay. fine. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought it was odd and something I would touch on. Yeah. Uh, speaking of foreshadowing, though, at the end of the issue, when he's when Barry goes to see Batman, we see the button. From something to do with Watchmen, I'm assuming, because that is the smile and the clock that is on the Watchmen cover. (laughs) We're tying into that. I cannot wait to read Doomsday Clock. So that'll be be interesting. That's like a big event that just kind of happens in Rebirth. It happened recently. Yeah. Yeah, it just happened recently, too. So So, I'm excited to look at um, that. There's not a lot to talk about. It's much shorter, obviously. It's about half of the length of DC Universe Rebirth. Mm Mm-hmm. So what are your what are your overall thoughts on it? Did you like the characters that were in it? Because you have, of course, Barry, and then you have like Captain Singh, who was the guy who was going to take him off the case. And right. His dad. And what did you think of those? I thought it was a really good introduction to the Flash in general. Again, mm-hmm, not knowing anything about him really, except for what I saw in the Justice League movie. You can laugh at that one because that's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then just having that little bit of Flashpoint knowledge. Uh, I thought it was really cool. We, we get to hear Barry's complete backstory, really. We also get to see mm. some of Wally's backstory. And then it's... I think it was a really good introduction to the character. I think it was a really good introduction to um, having Barry and Wally meet each other. Um, again, because obviously this isn't the first time. This is just their newest iteration. Um, yeah. Overall, I honestly, I, I would say it's a great issue. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. I'd actually say awesome, which is the highest tier for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say I'd say this is an awesome issue. It was a really fun read. There were some parts where I was like, it's kind of going a bit fast, but then we, they kind of fixed it towards the end. It was Nothing felt like it was rushed to the point where I couldn't understand what was going on. Right. And then it Especially off... if you read this directly. Oh, go ahead. I said, especially especially if you read this directly after DC Universe Rebirth, nothing feels rushed at all. Oh, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, and then it, like, ends with a nice little, uh, you know, like a nice little uh, touchy moment type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's it a great really issue. Does. It's a great issue. I think it's really good. It's awesome for me. So I give it an awesome. Um, I had a great time rereading it. I was a little sad. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to reread it. But I I loved it. Yeah. All right. Now we're moving on to what is, in my opinion, the worst one we're talking about today. <laughs> the Batman. Yeah. Uh, um, Batman. I only have two things to say about this one because there's not a lot for me to talk about. So this one was interesting to me because I love Batman. But there was some weird stuff happening in this one. That I couldn't quite mm-hmm. grab. So we have this thing with Calendar Man as your mm-hmm. first main villain coming through here. God. And that yeah, was <laughs> that was super interesting to me. I was like, I've never like you would think, okay, Joker's gonna be here. But 
Mm-hmm. No, it was Calendar Man. And he's yeah. doing something. He's he's releasing these spores on this on Gotham City, and they basically once it turns spring again, there it's gonna like kill everybody. But Calendar mm-hmm. Man is also speeding up the seasons, so it's like on Tuesday it's summer, and then on Wednesday it's fall, and they literally show the different days changing. And then Calendar Man grows old and, like, comes out of his skin and gets reborn. It's weird. (laughs) Ah, I hated this one. It was... I... I don't know. It was just... The Calendar Man thing, again, was weird. Mm -hmm. I felt the changing of the seasons was kind of stupid. Yeah. And... The new character, the Robin kind of one, is like interesting. Do we I have what they do with? Yeah, I have no idea what they do with him either. So I am intrigued to see what that's all about because it's not your traditional Robin. It's it's a brand new Robin, basically. But even said, no, we're not going to be Robin. I'm trying something different. I also want to touch on the art. This I'm not going to say this is bad art, but there's nothing special about said art. It's kind of just realistic comic book drawing. Yeah, it's it's really bland. Uh, it's not bad by any means, but it's it's just there's bland. nothing that stands out to me. Like the Flash stood out, mm. and it's not it's not as good as the uh, the New Fifty Two artwork either. Yeah, because I like that a, artwork. There's a quality difference. Um, it is interesting that Scott Snyder is still working on this one. I don't know if yeah, he's going to really continue is. to work on all of this because I haven't actually looked at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't. Yeah, he's he moves on to All Star. I think. That's right. He does move to All Star. Yeah. Cool. All right. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and give Batman a a bad. I'm giving I, it an okay. I, okay. Just because I I think that. So while I said that the Flash one was great as an introduction mm-hmm. to it, I am still thinking that all of these are introductions. Yeah. And it's like, you can only do so much in an introduction. You no, know, I'll go ahead and give it a meh when you look at his introductions. I'm still not mm-hmm. a fan of it at all. Fair. But when you look at his introduction, it's a fine first little Batman story. Yeah. Plus, you can skip these, technically. If you really yeah, want to, are- you can skip these and just go to straight issue number one. But these are but issue number one is going to kind of just throttle you in, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we don't. Yeah, get, I give it a meh. We get a little bit of character from Batman talking about how he's crazy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. There's not a whole lot here to offer, but it's not terrible in my opinion. So I, I'm giving it an, mm. a meh, an okay. Okay, so we're around the same thing with that one. Yeah. Now let's talk about my favorite one. This was your favorite one, yeah. I still, I think the Flash yeah. one was my favorite one, to be honest. The Flash and Green Arrow are really tied for mine. So, what would you like? What do you think about Green Arrow? I'm, I'm interested because this is your like your first forte into the character himself, right? Because I've never, I don't know anything about him until I came into this. He's my favorite comic book character of all time. I love basically everything as shit as the show gets i love arrow to the to you know to the very bottom of my heart i love arrow right so i'm very curious on how you feel about this so it was super interesting to me because while all other the other three of the the issues that we read 
all were like big scale events. Green mm-hmm. Arrow started with like the super small scale uh, homeless person being kidnapped. Yeah. And so there was immediately just kind of like this different vibe going on. Mm-hmm. And I I liked it. No, I did like okay. it. I did like it. I didn't have any problems with it. Um, overall, when you read the entire issue, there's nothing really that kind of brings it into the rest of the universe, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I don't think mm-hmm. every single one of these issues needed to be. Uh, so I thought that was very interesting to me. And then I also didn't know anything about Black Canary. So that introduction seemed to be pretty solid. Yeah. I kind of got so I a vibe of what Green Arrow is as a character from this issue, which I think is probably good for an introduction comic. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Yeah, this is a this is a great introductory um, comic for Green Arrow because it, it shows you who he is as a person, but goes ahead and doesn't like throttle you into his full beliefs and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like a show don't tell kind of way, and they they do it in a great way. I wanted to touch on that it's a great introduction to Black Canary because, like you said, you didn't really know anything about her, and you came out knowing a lot more than you did. Mm-hmm. And what I love about um, uh, let me pull up the exact page. Is the Flash kind of like told his origin, but they kind of told it in a kind of ham-fisted way. They're like, "Oh, I got struck by lightning, mm-hmm. and I could run fast." Um, yeah. Here, here's what Green Arrow does. Then a storm came. Then my ship shank- sank. Then the island claimed me. Then I learned to survive. That's like, right. That just tells yeah. you. That tells you his entire origin, and it's it's over, and it's good. That's how it's it's his origin without showing his origin. Right, yeah, I kind of forgot about that, but yeah, that's true. It, it was simply, he was just like, yeah, this is what happened to me. And then Black Canary, she was just like, yeah, I was uh, I was like those homeless people at one point. Mm-hmm. So it was great because it didn't like have this long drawn out, well, you see, uh, my yacht went down, and then I had to learn how to hone a bow and arrow, then I killed a Chinese woman. Like, it didn't have anything <laughs> like that. It was, it was just, yeah, storm came, boat sank, island, now I'm here. Short, sweet, to the point. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Which is how I think it should be. Mm-hmm. Especially when you've had this many reiterations of comic book characters. Um, mm-hmm. Because we don't need the... Yeah, it's like with Batman. I'm glad they didn't say, or they didn't show the, you know, Batman's parents died again. Mm-hmm. Like, if they had done that again on issue zero or whatever, like, I'd have been like, this is a waste of money. Of course Batman's parents died. We've known this already. <laughs> yeah. Like... Even if I didn't know anything about Green Arrow, I still didn't need an entire episode or an entire comic book worth showing me that Green Arrow, you know, was stuck on an island for half his life or however long it ended up being, you know? Yeah. I didn't need that. And if you – if you're even curious about that, you and other people, there's like a six-issue miniseries that details his entire origin – and you can kind of read that going straight into Rebirth if you're if you're curious and want. Okay. Like there's there's yeah, that, that, that for is you. interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. You didn't need this whole like scene. All you needed was to know how what happened. Hell, you didn't really need to know what happened. You just need to know that he's rich and he fights crime. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then you also get this. You also get this completely different like vibe from him compared to Batman. Which was oh, that's why I love about him because you could easily write two rich 
superheroes very similar like Iron Man and Batman. Mm. Or you can do what <laughs> Green Arrow did and that's it's so funny because they make him like someone on the left, which is not normal for a rich person. Right. That's that's where I was loved. He's like he's he's liberal and you don't really see that. Yeah, I thought that was a bit hand fisted. Um, I was oh, like, yeah. I was the like, mentioning of social like justice. He warrior, literally I said, like, "I was social justice warrior." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> well." <laughs> I think it was ham fisted in like the first bit, and then when Black Canary kind of calls him a hypocrite, I'm like, "Okay, now that's a lot better." Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's definitely fair. And she was like, "How can you say you fight the man when you are a man?" And that's like mm. logical complaints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I honestly think, and the artwork, I gush over this artwork. <laughs> this is the, the Otto Schmidt, mm-hmm. fuck yes. Otto Schmidt, you you could touch me any day. You're so great. He's got, it's like <laughs> the kind of same sketchy vibe as the, uh, as the Flash, mm-hmm. but it's, it's better. It's even more like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, it's, it's almost like, and I, I'm not, not knocking anyone. It, this looks like first draft shit, but if this is his first draft. Then his first draft's fucking amazing. Hmm. The dude on his Twitter uh, occasionally posts like, like drafts and sketches of stuff, and the sketches look just as good as his artwork. That's cool. And it's it, he's he's a great artist, and I love the vibe that they give this um, this this character. It's it's also a nice contrast to Batman because you sure you have two mass vigilante billionaires who play around. Right. It it, it is it is nice. Um, we don't get any other characters in there. I think I kind of mentioned that, which was, but that was super interesting mm-hmm. to me that we didn't get any like big story stuff. Um, yeah, kind of refreshing because I feel like if I was going to read like all twenty issues in a row, I don't know how all of them are going to do it. But if we were, like, that yeah. would be it'd be annoying to see like the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But, Definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a small scale story. It really is. It's, mm. it's it's a Green Arrow story, and I feel like that's what it needed to be because you don't always need to have everything tie in, like you said. Right. I mean, we've talked about the DC uh, EU, <laughs> the movies, and we've talked about mm-hmm. how like going small scale can sometimes be a good thing. In the case of like Wonder Woman, right? It was small scale, and it worked because it wasn't tying into the. You know, random movies. Exactly. So they could have easily made this tie-in to DC Rebirth in some forced way, but they didn't. Yeah. They made it a nice introduction. I do want to say there were a little kind kind of moments where I was, I don't know, a little confused because the action scenes at the end scene kind of rushed when Black Canary and Green Arrow just decided to get along. However, that is remedied in future issues where it's like they're not actually getting along very well. Okay, because they almost looked like they were about to kiss. And I was like, okay, do we already have a relationship in issue zero? Yeah, so that that confused the hell out of me when I was first reading. I was like, don't do this, please. Um, <laughs> but you, when you read more into it, you'll be like, okay, this is what's going on. Got you. It's kind of like a lust thing over a actual affection. That makes 100%. It's like, you're hot, you're hot, I want to fuck you. Yeah, I mean, hey... Black Canary <laughs> looking pretty thick. Let's be honest here. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> um, and then there was like the 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 villain of the issue was these underground people stealing oh, yeah. homeless people. So here's the thing. 
Um, Green Arrow is, I don't know, because I haven't looked at the other ones, but from the ones that I've read and looked at, Green Arrow's arc that starts in this one continues until issue 38. Really? So he, he has a 38 issue long story arc. There are many story arcs, like little itty bitty ones sprinkled without. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of, I'd, I'd say it like it's a season of television where you have like 23 episodes of one story, but then in between you have like these little story arcs that still tie in but are kind of self enclosed. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's kind of nice. Um, so that's much like other, manga. That's others. much like what manga does. Mm-hmm. So that is that's, cool. The other titles have like arcs, mm-hmm. and they're short. Like the Flash had like six issue arcs, and like that. And then the Bun kind of came in. Not with not with Green Arrow. Yeah, they just they have a thirty eight issue long arc, and of course, like I said, there's the little smaller stories in between them. But the main story, starting in Rebirth, goes until issue thirty eight. That's cool. So that'll be interesting so, to see how all that unfolds. And they have a lot of time to develop the villain, too. Mm. The Ninth Circle is what it's called. So you have a lot of time for that. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, I'd say so it's I a give great. it an awesome. Okay. I give it awesome. an awesome. Okay. It's a really good issue. And would you say it's a really good introduction to Green Arrow? Yes, absolutely. No, I definitely showed his character out, a lot. Did you come out of it wanting more like of the character? Did you come out of it... Interested? I did. I was definitely interested. Um, I'm kind of curious to see like what else they do with the character because again, I'm not knowing much about him until now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of curious how much I'll like him uh, at the end of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. All right. We read some so good stuff that was today. Our f- <laughs> that was our first episode. Yeah. So to recap, DC Universe. Um, Rebirth, what'd you give it? I gave it a good. I gave it an okay. Alright. Um, the Flash. Flash is a great. I gave it an awesome. Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, Batman. Batman, I gave it an okay. I gave it a meh, because it's just kind of meh. Yeah. Meh and okay are the same for you, right? Yeah, they're around the same. Okay, just checking. Okay, okay is... I generally put okay as above meh, and then meh as like below okay, but they're at the same area. Gotcha. Um, and then Green Arrow. Green Arrow, I gave a great. And of course, I gave it an awesome, the same as The Flash. Alright, so coming out of this, it's obvious that we both thought the, the Flash and Green Arrow were the superior issues. Right, yeah, for sure. Um, and then okay. next time, we're going to be looking at Detective Comics. Um, number number, number what, 934. So... When they did the rebirth, they decided to go back to the original issue numbers for both Detective Comics and Action Comics. So, Which I guess makes sense, but at the same time it's a tad confusing for newcomers. Yeah, it's definitely a bit confusing. Because um, you're like, okay, what's this Detective Com 900 what? <laughs> like, yeah, because it's like the last issues were like in the, in the late 800s, and then they go ahead and added the last 52 Detective Comics to that number. To make mm-hmm. nine thirty four, and so that's where we're at yeah. now. Um, and we'll also be touching on uh, the Flash number one, Green Arrow number one, and Batman number right. one. Right. That's right. So you ready to go ahead and wrap up? Yeah, I'm good. Whenever you are. So I hope you all enjoyed this first episode of the Comic Shop. We will not only be talking about comic books, uh, but we'll be talking about comic book movies, comic book TV shows, really anything. 
um, sometimes we'll break the the formula, like the weekly thing, and we'll go ahead and talk about I don't know, like rank our comic book movies, something like that. Yeah. If we ever feel like it's getting boring on us. So yeah, don't expect us to review the new shit uh, anytime soon. <laughs> we got a lot to catch up with. We got to catch up with, but I figured we should start at the beginning rather than, you know, going in, at least while it's still early. Mm. And some people are like, well, issue 40 is not early. Well, considering they're being released bi-monthly now and they have, like, no end in the foreseeable future, I'd say that 30, 38 to 40 is still early. Oh, yeah, for sure. And we'll be able to finish up a good bit of the Rebirth stuff in 2018, which will be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, our exciting. plan, or at least my plan is going into 2019, is to be uh, completely caught up and reviewing as they come out. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be exciting. All right. Yeah. So, I've been Jay the Zoomster. You're on my channel, obviously, so you can just look at the recommended things. Yeah. I'm uh, Zack Snyder. Uh, do I plug my shit or what? Yeah, go ahead and plug your shit. Yeah, so I have a channel called Zack Snyder Productions. I do a lot of nerdy-related shit over there. Um, I recently... Recapped and reviewed the entire DC Extended Universe movies. Um, All six, well, five of them, and then I did a review of Justice League. And I'm going to be doing reviews of all the Marvel movies and TV shows throughout 2018, along with Jay. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you want to see all that kind of stuff, you can go check that out. And then I also do things with video games, anime. Basically anything nerdy related. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, of course, again, I don't really need to plug my shit. You're on my channel. You can just kind of browse around. <laughs> um, Zach's link is always in the description for every single video. Yeah, boy. So you can go ahead and check that out. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoy this. This is going to be a new thing. I, I feel like this will be a shorter podcast each week because there's not really that much to do. Right. And I, I'm pretty excited for that, honestly. <laughs> It'll be I, nice I like to get something done that's not going to take hours and hours of production value, <laughs> production time. Yeah, I think think there's always something nice about having an issue, or not an issue, but like an episode of a podcast that you can just get out. Mm, exactly. Whereas we'll have like Gaming Through the Ages, which will go probably each episode be around two hours, or um, the nerd the nerd cast, which again will be around like an hour, two hours. Right. This will be nice. I'm excited. It's always nice to have like 50 to an hour episodes. Mm -hmm. All right. So, again, hope you all enjoyed. See you next time where we will talk about number ones of all these titles that we just talked about. And we'll start talking about Detective Comics. Yeah. Thanks for watching.